not lost. You've got a wonderful job. Please. This evening, how are you? Feeling all right? Good, good. I hope so. Fired up about what God is doing? I'd be afraid to go into war with that, buddy. I'll be afraid to go into war. Let's try it again. You excited about what God is doing? Yes. yes. All right. All right. Even Atlanta Braves get more cheer than that. <laughs> this evening, I want to direct your attention over to Numbers, chapter 13. And just look at a couple of points. When we look at the Word of God, very careful to look at every word. In Numbers chapter 13, verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give which I yield, which I yield unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I yield. What, what's left behind that? What's left behind what God said right there to Moses? To be honest, it's a done deal. Because he said, this is what I'm giving to you. And if it's already delivered by God, who's going to hinder the process? There are some things in life we mess up that God would so well choose for us to have, but because we are not sold on God and his promises and that his words are true, and so often we cancel out blessings that God would love for us to enjoy. We know the story here that the 12 spies went out, spied out the land, and they even brought back the fruit of the land. They brought back, they brought back samples that, guess what? God said the land flowed with milk and honey. It was a very great land, and he didn't lie. We brought back samples and even the ones who didn't believe in the end, they brought back samples. Mm -hmm. But yet, somewhere along the course, when it came time to stand up and stand on the promises of God, 10 out of the 12 were persuaded by the day. Ten of the twelve, after seeing what they saw, after knowing that 
God had already given this unto them. Because he told Moses, the land that I give unto the children of Israel is yours. said this morning, as long as you're in the business of dealing with people, even among some of the most exciting, faithful, enthusiastic, and zealous Christians, you're going to always find some grasshoppers. You're going to always find one or two or a few who just don't believe God's promises are true. These ten grasshoppers, that's what I call them. They said, we be not able. But before they said that, they said, surely the land possesses this. Surely the land flows with this. Well, folks, if you know, you saw it, you were over there. And here comes the prayer cancellation that even cancel prayers today. Necessary when you're talking to God. Why is there a need for any disclaimer or, or anything else? Why not just stand on the promises? Twelve men went over. Two came back and stood for truth. Two came back and refused to be persuaded by the wicked, evil thinking of the team. Two stood the test and said they were go for They trusted in God. They stood on the promises. So I ask you this evening, are you standing on the promises or pretending on the princes. Which are you doing today? Are you canceling out prayers that God would love to bestow upon you but because you say, but we be not able. I can't. Well, God already know what you can't do. God already know what I can't do. Jesus said, for without me, you can do nothing. It's already clear to God who we are, what we are, and what we're capable of doing. Why would we choose not to stand on the promises? Two men. Two men. Two men, Caleb, Joshua, Son two men refused to be persuaded. And ten men brought anger upon the people from God. Ten men saw what Caleb and Joshua saw. How could they come back with an evil 
you've seen what God has done in your personal life. How could you not trust God? How could you not continue to stand on his promises? How could you not believe and invest in the kingdom to carry it forward? Ten men brought a harsh curse upon God's people. They spied out that land for 40 days. That's a long time to get a good view of the land. But they were so caught up in who was living in the land. Children of Anak over there. All these other folks over there. But what did God tell Moses? The land that I give to the children of Israel. Forty days they spied this land out. Brought back fruit. They brought back samples. And because of the wickedness in the hearts of men, God cursed them that they should wander for a year for every day. They spied out there. Forty years. Because these ten men refuse to stand on the promises of God. Forty years. Forty years. God saw a generation. He saw people just dropping dead, dropping dead, dropping dead, and they just wondered and wonder and wonder until a whole new generation came into play. You know what blows my mind about this and how awesome God is? God saw the last one. I call it the last infection of the group. He saw the last one and when it was time for them to die, he prepared the people and told Moses, do what? Beat them all. Last one has died. You ever think about how we can bring unnecessary hardships on the church because of our unbelief? You ever stop and think about how people behold our faith and our convictions and we don't do as we should as believers and then we tarnish the name of Christ as a member of his body? Why aren't we standing on his promises? Why does it seem sometimes as if we're seeking a curse instead of a blessing? God's desire and will is that all men be saved. God loves us. But you have to understand 
Faith is, is required of us to believe and trust in God. And we cannot wander and be knocked back and forth, carried away like the wind, to and fro. We have to know in whom we believe in. And we must be steadfast about it. I encourage you this evening. Make up your mind. Make up your mind to stand on the promises and stop faking living on the promises. God is able. I want to close with this verse found in 1 Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Yes. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 24. You know, even as a preacher, sometimes the devil will mess with you and you have to say, get behind me, say. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. Satan try to bring a thing, but what if? Yeah. But what if? Yeah. But what if? This is my answer to the devil. Right. When he wants to cast doubt, <laughs> when he wants to try to cause me not to believe yeah. in God's promises. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 24. Faithful is he that calleth you. Yeah. Who also will do. Amen. That's what I stand on, folks. That's what I tell the devil. My God is faithful. My God is faithful. And if he has called me to do it, he will be faithful in delivering on his promises. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let that be your answer, your response to the devil. Yeah. In your day-to-day -day living when the devil try to encourage you not to trust God, not to step out on faith, not to uh, grow spiritually. Tell the devil, faithful. Is he that calleth me who also will do? Amen. Because our God, the song we sing, he's not only an awesome God, yeah. he's a faithful God. Amen. And he reigns in heaven above Amen. with wisdom, glory, and power. a reminder, folks. We gotta pray. Men ought to always pray. Men ought to always pray. And this would be a great time to even get with our children and say, you know, 
what we're looking and what we're asking God to do for us at church. Let's pray together about it. Matter of fact, even in some of the families, ask your child to lead a prayer. Huh? Ask your child to lead a prayer. Man, you've benefiting a lot of things in that. Oh, God, we're here, then. And it's good practice to teach them how to pray. And maybe, especially our young men at home, if, if they start praying like that at home, we just got some more brothers to start praying here in church. Yes, Our God is faithful. Amen. And he will do it. I'm just crazy enough to believe. Talk to the dealership about, about the bank. John said, we ready when y'all ready. something, you know what? You ain't going nowhere. And I just take it upon myself. If, if, if I'm going to prove myself as a leader to lead God's people, I can't always sit back and say somebody else needs to do this. I'm just simply saying, folks, they said, we're ready when you're ready. And what that means is, you bring whatever down payment you want, or even if you don't want to put a down payment, which we do, there's no more case of astronomical notes every month. But they're saying is, we're ready. some donations. I think 
I can't, you know, somebody can't go over there to the dealership and say, we prayed about this. Give me the keys. <laughs> Don't work that way. I'm saying, folks, what we're presenting to God is nothing. When you stop and consider who God is. God ran umpteen, 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 umpteen people out of that lane for his children. You say, how many is umpteen? That's how big, that's how large it is. He ran them clean up out of there. Because he said, I give unto you. Second Corinthians 9 and 8. Talked about it this morning. He will provide. Not some of our needs. Pray about the church. Amen. And after you get through praying, write a check. <laughs> Seal it in bundle. Talking to a young lady once. See, I, don't take no clowning and foolishness. Either you're going to be committed or you're not. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to a young lady. She was a member of some denomination. Came and told me, she said, let me tell you what happened at my church. She said, my pastor lined everybody up. And he said, we're going to work a miracle tonight. I said to him, I said, here comes some food. <laughs> she said, he told everybody to line up. And as he came down the line, he said he would give every person a dollar. And he said, turn this into a team. He gave them a dollar, and he said, turn this into a team. So the person had to go in their wallet or purse and give him $10. He gave them one. I asked her, what if you didn't have 10? She said, the, the preacher told him, that's for you to figure out. You turn to the person next to you and borrow it. But the preacher said, God put it on his heart to work that miracle that night. I said, did everybody get a 10? She said, yeah. I said, you gave? She said, yeah, I had to borrow it from somebody. <laughs> but you know, the sad thing, people are turned on by that madness. Yeah. See, if we put on a show like that and you know, got people all cranked up and all this stuff and everything, yeah, supposed to be talking to No, you either love God or you don't. Don't give you a dollar bill, say, turn this into a team. But you know the sad thing? They did it. They did it. But yet, you preach the truth. You tell the truth based on the love of God and what God and then people want to look at you. 
presented ourselves like a service. Just like you. No, folks. Neither love nor you don't. My prayers, you'll pray about And you'll see that what we're what we are doing is not for any individual walking this earth. This is for the body yeah. of Christ. Is that all right? All right. All right. That's all you're going to get this evening. You've heard enough about giving for one Sunday. Go on, say amen. amen. Yeah, not say it like <laughs> Faithful is he that calleth you, and he will what? Will he do it? Yes. Some of you said yes. Hold on. Get your song ready, Lord. Will he do it? Yes. 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 Check it. Write your check. Whatever your situation is, whatever's wearing, weighing heavy on you, you may even be struggling right now. God, I want to do what's right, but I struggle about money. You know what? That's not embarrassing to talk about this side. If, if that's the stronghold the devil use on you, hey, don't be embarrassed about it. I promise you, you're not that one one. Lord, I struggle with money, and it's just hard for me to, to give like you say and just believe you're going to deliver. Here's the deal, folks. You will never know until you try. Amen. Taste and see. Try. Try. You know what? For, for God to even put it out there to say, try me. Try me. And see See what I do. See if I won't open and do what? Pull you out of blessing. Not to pull you out of blessing, but do it in such a way you won't be able to stand. That's the God we serve, folks. Don't be shamed. Don't embarrassed if that's an issue you deal with. The only way you're going to overcome it, you got to try. Mm -hmm. You know, money is one of the greatest strongholds that they'll have. Other than lying to people telling them they got time. And what shall it profit a man to gain a whole world and then lose his soul? What What's our song we're doing? 629. 629 is our invitation song. 629. Be an encourager. Let's share with one another what we need to do. We need to move forward. Let's talk among each other. If there's a member who's dragging or hesitating, you need to talk to them. You need to ask them, what did God do to fail you to cause you not to believe? 
We're supposed to exhort one another, right? Amen. Unto good works, right? Amen. We're supposed to encourage one another, right? Amen. Well, it's time to get busy. It's time to get busy. Let us together stand and let us sing. Oh.